I really want to thank Miro, one of the most useful tools. They sponsor this podcast. They are my go-to resource when it comes to working remotely and collaborating. They're also great for an office, but let me paint a picture for you. Everyone here is working from home in some capacity. Either we have peers that work from home, maybe we're part in the office, part out. Collaboration can be chaotic. Miro is the ultimate digital whiteboard and visual collaboration platform. You could be a remote team, you could be a creative agency, you could be a solopreneur. Miro allows you to brainstorm, plan, and execute seamlessly. Picture this, you're in a virtual meeting mapping out a huge project with Miro. You can drag and drop sticky notes, sketch wireframes, organize ideas all in real time. You collaborate with your team no matter where they are. This is a game changer. If you are ready to transform your workflow, you have to try Miro today. To show you how powerful it is, I created my own Miro board that you can check out at Miro.com slash success pod. It has a ton of resources for entrepreneurs, but it will also show you all the functionality of Miro. So go to Miro.com or go to Miro.com slash success pod for a ton of resources. Try Miro today. It's going to radically change how you collaborate with your team. Explain to me what positive psychology is, because I know nothing about what this is at all. So it is a performance focused psychology. Positive psychology, the pure definition is it's the science of happiness. It's the science of success. And today, my guest is Nick Pigeon. She's a motivational speaker, positive psychologist and business coach who is the founder of Unstoppable Success. She helps women led businesses grow through award winning and best selling book. Now is your chance is a 30 day guide to living your happiest life using positive psychology. When I was 11 or 12 years old, I got bullied really badly. I've got a surname, which is Pigeon. I used to get bullied all of the time. I was also a geek in school. So it was one Tuesday morning, I remember I just didn't want to go to school. It felt like the bullies could get me. Um, and at that early age, I actually took all of the medicine in my mum's medicine cabinet and tried to take my own life. Why are you choosing to write a book about the topic that you're writing about? How do you bring these topics up in day to day and not go back to a time in your life when you were in a darker spot? So I have... Welcome to Success Story. I'm your host, Scott Clary. The Success Story podcast is part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Now, if you enjoy Success Story, you're going to love some of the other podcasts in the podcast network. One of them, or one of my favorite, is the Hustle Daily Show. It's hosted by four dynamic hosts, Zachary Crockett, Jacob Cohen, Rob Litterst, and Julia Bennett-Ryla. Now, they speak about a ton of different engaging, offbeat business topics, tech topics. Uh, one of the most recent ones I tuned into was their episode about Amazon pausing HQ2. And I can assure you, it's all informative, but it's a blast to listen to. They cover a ton of different topics. They covered the rising cost of dating, AI news, America's obsession with air fryers. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on this show. It's a perfect way to keep up on the latest news while enjoying lighthearted comedic takes, entertaining spins on things. So please subscribe to The Hustle Daily wherever you get your podcast. Today, my guest is Nick Pigeon. She's a motivational speaker, positive psychologist, and business coach who is the founder of Unstoppable Success, a globally acclaimed online training company. She helps women-led businesses grow through six-figure, seven-figure, and multi-seven-figures using her frameworks and methodologies. She has won awards such as the Young Entrepreneur of the Year Award in 2015, uh, the Psychology Book of the Year in 2017, and the Most Outstanding Positive Psychologist in 2018. She has been appointed as a supporting partner at the United Nations Women's UK as an ambassador for the One Bracelet Campaign to End Violence Against Women. She's also helped more than 10,000 women-led businesses create success and has sold millions of dollars worth of programs and products from the stage, online, and on the phone. She's been featured in numerous mainstream media outlets and named a legendary entrepreneur in Forbes. Her award-winning and best-selling book, Now Is Your Chance, is a 30-day guide to living your happiest life using positive psychology, published with the world's largest mind, body, and spirit publisher, Hay House. She is now working on her second title, Force of Nature.
there's been a couple of like very key defining moments that spring to mind. So first of all, the one that springs to I'll go that was the earliest one. So when I was 11 or 12 years old, I got bullied really badly. I've got a surname, which is Pigeon. So it's pretty ridiculous. I used to get bullied all of the time. Um, I was also a geek in school. So I had a bit of a rough time when I started high school. And it was one Tuesday morning. I remember I just didn't want to go to school. It was the day where we were doing sports. And I was fine if I was in like a classroom environment. But as soon as I got into that more fluid kind of anyone can go anywhere and do anything, felt like the bullies could get me. So I didn't want to go to school so bad. And my parents wouldn't listen to me. They were like, whatever, Nicola, come on, like, just get yourself there. Um, and at that early age, I actually took all of the medicine in my mum's medicine cabinet and tried to take my own life. Um, so that was, I didn't actually realize how much of a defining moment that was until more recently. And what happened during that time, my parents took me to hospital, spent two days there and then pulled me out of the school that I was in. And they actually homeschooled me for six months because I couldn't get into another school because we were out of the catchment area. And dad decided to remortgage the house. Like literally worked all of his life, worked so hard to build this life. And he was like, I'm gonna take a bet on this young kid and I believe in her and I'm gonna remortgage the house so I can afford to send her to a private school. And looking back for my parents to decide to do something like that for a kid at that early age, like really taught me that they really believed in me and they really saw something that I could like make a, a, a good thing of my life. So I feel such a deep gratitude for that experience and also for my dad's decision, because looking back, that was like a domino effect that started to, to roll and started to put other things into play in my life. Um, the second experience which comes to mind was a lot later so that was more like kind of 18, 19 and because I used to get bullied in PE I never used to like sports so I grew up hating netball hating hockey plus it's freezing in Newcastle so <laughs> I didn't get out and do a lot of stuff I think I had like a really like negative like association with that so when I I was due to go to university to study mechanical and automotive engineering. I left high school, I'd done maths and physics, and my dad, again, massive influence on me, he was like, Nick, you can be this woman in a man's world and you can go and study automotive engineering. You love cars, you'll do really well at it. Go and do this thing and you'll earn 30,000 a year and you'll be rich. So I was like, okay, cool, dad, like, let's do that. So I got two scholarships to go to university and ended up taking a gap year actually to go to Australia. So instead of going straight into university, I took this gap year, went to Australia for like six months with my partner at the time who was a professional cricket player. He was seeing a sports psychologist who said to him and he came back after the session, he's like, Nick, this is amazing. Like I had this really amazing session with this guy. I was laying down on the couch. And he said to me, when you're out on the cricket field and you've got the bat in your hand, what I want you to do is not look at the fielders, but I want you to look for the gaps in between the fielders instead. Now, that just like literally hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, oh my goodness, like how much time do we spend focusing on obstacles and focusing on what goes wrong instead of focusing on opportunities and solutions and what goes right? So I came back from Australia, cancelled my degrees in engineering, went through this process of called clearing in England, which is like basically like the handful of places that are left over after everyone chooses what they want to do, and went on to study psychology with sport, and then study positive psychology at masters as well. So it's like these like big pivotal moments that like swung me onto a new trajectory. That's an impressive and incredible story. Um, I guess a couple things to pull out of that. First of all, what what did it what did it teach you when your parents had this incredible amount of confidence in in who you were? Like, how did that impact the work that you do right now? I guess it taught me like the power of belief, and what I do right now in coaching and mentoring 
like I get to do that for our students I get to really instill in them that confidence and when I look at some of the like big investments that I've made into myself yes working with mentors has given me strategies and has helped me make millions more dollars but ultimately actually what the process of working with a coach does is it helps you trust yourself more and it really helps you connect with that feeling of personal power and being unstoppable and having certainty and confidence in yourself so I guess seeing as you've asked that question I decided to make a career out of it (laughs) <laughs> I love it. No, it's smart. It's it's and it's the the lessons that you carry over and the awareness that you have about the impact that your parents had on you at a at a young age and how you translate that into helping people that are also lost in whatever it is they're doing. It's 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 a very important thing to note because we're going to circle back around and get to coaching and mentorship later on. Now, explain to me what positive psychology is because I know nothing about what this is at all. So the, the context is sports psychology, they're looking for gaps in the play. They're looking for this, the opportunities, right? Where you don't go to, like, I'll take a hockey analogy because I'm Canadian. You don't go to what you don't go to where the man is. You go to where the, the puck is going to be. You don't go where the puck is. You go to where the puck is going to be. You look for the open opportunity and you skate there. So similar to when he's playing, uh, uh, you said field field hockey cricket or or cricket cricket. sorry i'm getting my sports mixed up when you play cricket you're going to the gap so what is positive psychology how does that translate into opportunity in your life and in business so it's it's similar in that it is a performance focused psychology and i think that's where i got my grounding within the sports science and the sports psych but positive psychology the pure definition is it's the science of happiness It's the science of success. And we look at the research and the evidence base for why humans, so individuals, communities, and also businesses thrive. Now, when I started in positive psychology back in 2008, everybody thought I was a weirdo (laughs) because back then it wasn't like a normal thing. So like you've just shared, like you don't know a lot about it right now, but it's in mainstream media now. You can find it in, like, we've done features in Forbes or in Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop and things like that. So it's getting more and more mainstream. When I studied it at university, it was like a bunch of people in their 50s who loved meditation. And then me, like, 19, 20, like, I'm, I'm going to take a bet on this thing. It feels right. It feels aligned. So let's go do it. But essentially, it provides a toolkit for us to be able to create a shift within a moment within ourselves to give us a new perspective and a new approach to life, which doesn't just focus on, like it says in the title, positivity, but actually it looks at the whole of life's experience and what the richness is within every part of it. And explain in a, so let's use a tactical or a tangible example of, of this. If I, if I have a business, what am I, what am I trying to retrain my mind to see when I'm trying to build it from scratch? So a really simple version is like, what is the, the growth? Like what's the, the lesson or the blessing within the challenge? So let's say you are used to catastrophizing. And you're like, oh my goodness, everything has gone wrong with my online launch. And I just suck at being an entrepreneur. I'm never going to make sales again. Everything's so bad, I'm going to quit. Okay. So that would be more like a fixed mindset approach. So the fixed mindset. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's like, always stressing out, always like, if it's not this, then it's that. If it's not ultimate success, then it's ultimate failure. Whereas the growth mindset approach really focuses on the process. So we're looking instead at, okay, well, even if the outcome wasn't necessarily what we wanted in the way we wanted it at the time we wanted it, what did we learn in the process? How have we grown? What skills were we able to develop? What relationships were we able to develop? And just even that one shift in thinking can massively change our ability to create results. So it's interesting. It's almost like refocusing on the process rather than just the result is the thing that affords you greater success. And and when you're actually, when somebody comes to you, because, and I I want to highlight that you are an exceptionally positive person, at least it, 
we're talking right now, you seem exceptionally positive, but the, the topics and the, not the topics, the things that have happened to you over the course of your life are not light things. So I have, I have notes here and, and please correct me if, if, if I'm wrong here, but you've obviously been bullied. You attempted at one point to take your own life. Uh, you lost three friends to suicide and you were a victim of, of sexual assault or, and, or rape. Is that correct? These are all correct. So when you adopt a positive psychology mindset, these are horrendous things that you, you're still functioning, you're still excelling and, and obviously operating at an exceptional level. So what are the, what are the tools? What is that? What are some of the tool kits, the tool sets that you use to overcome some of these things? And I, I want to highlight the things that have happened to you and occurred in your life, because if you think about what somebody in a business goes through, the, the large, not everybody, but the large majority of people have not had these many horrible things happen to them. So if somebody is struggling because they lost an RFP or they didn't raise a round of funding, it almost seems trivial now compared to the stuff that has happened in your life that you're still very capable of overcoming. So if I can apply the tool set to somebody who's struggling in their business and stressed because of a silly reason, like, you know, maybe they shipped the wrong product or something like that. Obviously, when you look at how you've applied it to your life, it's a very useful and, and very practical and obviously very much works uh, skill set that you should take on and, and understand. So what are what are the tools that you've included in your life and what you teach over? Well, I feel like I could literally sit and talk about this all day. It feels like very um, fulfilling for me to be able to both share the science, but also share it from a perspective of not just being a person that's used it to go from good to great but to use it Mm -hmm. from going from really being very, very stuck and scared and uncertain and being able to go on and perform better than ever before. And I always say it's not in spite of challenge, but it's because of them. And I think something that's important to recognize is that everybody experiences challenge and adversity in a different way. So the the bias that we have in our brains means that some people really do feel things more and some people experience small things yeah. as really, really big things. And 100%. what positive And it could feel like it's choking, even if it to someone else, it doesn't seem like a big thing. It could feel yeah. like maybe that raise was actually something that kept you up and, and caused you to get stressed out and anxiety and lack of appetite and all the horrible things that come with massive mm-hmm. amounts of stress. Yeah, exactly. And I think... It's one of the things that positive psychology teaches is that you can build resilience and you can build your set of psychological resources so that you can weather the storm and you don't just have to feel like you're getting beaten up by life all of the time, but you feel like you really do have a higher level of capability So to get super specific and super granular, I'll tell you about that theory first of all, and then I'll go into some of the tools. So the theory or one of them I'm talking about is the theory of positive emotions and the ability that positive emotions have to broaden and build. So when we experience the top tail end of emotions like joy, like excitement, enthusiasm, gratitude, love we open up our thinking. So let's say someone's doing a raise and they're super stressed out. What happens is your cognition shuts down. So it's like very, very hard for you to come up with creative solutions or for you to see the bigger picture. So what would benefit is actually practicing a positive psychology intervention. And they're super simple really easy to do, reach in for a tool so that you can create a shift and you can feel better first so that it opens up your mind ready for the intake of information. You build relationships more quickly and you reach your goals faster as well. So that is the broadening, the building area of positive emotions. It says that when you experience more positivity or positive emotions, you're then able to almost like put those um the effects of the positive emotions into a bank so let's say you experience more humor or more laughter you're able to put those uh resources into a bank so your psychological toolkit when you need it your bank account you can actually reach into it 
and you can make a withdrawal, which is the resiliency that actually gets you through the hard times. So some of the things that I've reached for when I've been really struggling. So let's say I'm having a, I'll give you a few examples. So let's say I'm having a really, really bad day because positive psychologists still have bad days, okay? <laughs> I used to feel like I had to be like 100% on all of the time. And I recognized through my personal challenges that no one can be 100% happy all of the time. And it's actually not about that. So what I might do, let's say I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling like I don't have motivation to do my work, I might pull a tool out, which is um, like the gravestone exercise. So it's a couple of minutes. You can do it as a meditation. You can do it as a written exercise. Both ways are super powerful. And it asks you to consider a time where you're at the end of your life and you're looking back on everything that you have done. You are at your own funeral. You see your own headstone on your grave and you're seeing and witnessing what people are saying about you and what you're being remembered for. So the intervention asks you to consciously create what it is you want to be remembered for, your legacy. I want to take a second and thank Indeed. They're a huge sponsor of the Success Story podcast. And as business leaders, we're all driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. It's to match with Indeed. Now, if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. You need to ditch the busy work. You need to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster all the tools you need are in one spot. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. Now, as a business owner, I always remember when my company hits a growth spurt. It's great, but then you realize that things start to break. Things are taking three times as long. Manual processes start to bury your team in paperwork and admin, and you really don't have one reliable source of data or truth to understand how healthy your business is. If this sounds familiar, you have to know three numbers. 37,000, that's how many businesses have upgraded to NetSuite, the number one cloud financial system. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years streamlining accounting, inventory, HR, and more for growing companies. And one, because your business truly is one of a kind, NetSuite gives you customized solutions so you can manage everything about your business in one place, from inventory to invoicing, one powerfully efficient system. I love having all of my data in one spot. NetSuite allows me to do that. It gives me the big picture so I can make smarter decisions. And they turn complex financials into understandable actionable insights. Right now you can get NetSuite's popular KPI checklist for free to help improve your business. It's designed to help you boost performance across key areas of your business. Go to netsuite.com slash Clary to download the checklist and see how one complete system can transform your growth. That's netsuite.com slash Clary. Get more control in your business with NetSuite. Just a quick question. Have you ever had one of those oh no moments when you realize that you accidentally deleted a huge file or worse, your whole computer dies? I know I have. It's happened to me a lot, but don't sweat it. The sponsor of today's episode, Backblaze, they have your back. It is unlimited backups for all your Macs, your PCs, or even your whole company. And it's really affordable, under a hundred bucks a year. If you're running a business, they take the stress out of protecting everyone's data. If you need more bells and whistles for compliance, so on and so forth, they have enterprise options too. Honestly, losing data sucks, but Backblaze makes getting it back easy. 
they have restored billions of files. They offer tons of restore options, including rapid recovery in an event of data loss or ransomware. And you can access your backed up data from everywhere and anywhere in the world using their web app, iOS, or Android apps. It's been recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and tons more. And best, you can try it fully featured with no risk at backblaze.com slash story. They set up that link for all Success Story podcast listeners. That is a no risk free trial at backblaze.com slash story. Seriously, back up your stuff. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. I want to thank Belay for sponsoring today's episode. They provide solutions that all of us need. They help us get back more of our time because time is the most precious resource. A lot of you listening our business leaders, entrepreneurs, you know that if you spend your time incorrectly, it can make or break your business, your personal, professional relationships. It can completely sidetrack you and stop you from reaching your goals. So I'm going to ask you, are you protecting your time? How much of your day is eaten up by tasks that could have been done by someone else? Wouldn't you rather spend your time on things that truly matter? The answer should be yes, because you have to, to move the needle on whatever it is you're trying to build. That's where Belay comes in. They are the nation's largest pool of exceptional U.S.-based talent. Belay offers flexible staffing solutions to free you up. Need a virtual assistant to conquer those pesky administrative tasks or maybe an accounting professional to really keep your finances in order? Belay can help with all that and way more. Their personalized matching process saves you the headache of hiring by finding the perfect match for your needs in as little as a week. Focus on what matters the most with the help from Belay. Text SUCCESS, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to learn more and get started. And to really connect with that and write it down. And it's such a powerful exercise. We deliver it with in some of our group coaching sessions. And it's the the real tearjerker. It's the one Mm -hmm. where people remember the meaning and the purpose or they connect with it for the first time. And when you connect with that meaning and purpose, it really energizes you. So if you're feeling like you're lacking in motivation, that's a really good tool to go to. If you're feeling like you um, are overwhelmed and you don't have solutions and you're feeling like you don't know the way through, you might pull a tool like the Hope Map. So the Hope Map gives you a six-step process to follow when you want to reach your goals. And the good thing about positive psychology is, even though it sounds like it's a soft, science and it's like meditation or it's something that is like light or fluffy it's all grounded in evidence and research so positive psychologists have literally tried and tested these tools in various different ways to figure out which order things work in and what you must do in order to create the result so the hope map has got six steps they tested it with four they tested it with five They looked at what it is that makes people reach their goals, and it's actually the last two steps in the process. So step number one of the hope map is to decide on what the goal is that you want to focus on. Step number two is to apply something called divergent thinking theory, which asks you not to come up with the number one solution to the goal, but instead to come up with five or ten and get creative and play with the pathways that could be possible to help you get to that goal. 
Step number three is to identify any obstacles that might get in your way. So what happens when we set goals is we get into optimism, we get into excitement, and that can actually prevent us from reaching our goals because if we get thrown off track and we're not prepared for it, then we can get disheartened or we might give up. So if you can identify the obstacles and then consider what the pathways might be through those obstacles, that can actually help you reach your goals faster. But you then need to lock it in with the final two steps. So step number five is to consider what the why is behind the goal in the first place. And step number six is to consider who you need to share with or who you need to ask for support from in order to reach the goal. Beautiful. So that now you, these steps are incredible. And, and when you apply these to the, the person who's just trying to get through life, it makes a lot of sense why it would be helpful to incorporate this into your day to day. But obviously entrepreneurs have a, an extra level of stress sometimes where uh, I feel like these steps are, are incredibly useful because I find that entrepreneurship is a very lonely and sometimes depressing venture to go on. Not to say that work is easy for anybody, but I mean, entrepreneurs find themselves alone and usually isolated and, and finding a hard time uh, talking to people about the things that they're going through. And I guess my more of a point, but also a, a question at the same time, when you talk about positive psychology, why did you in particular decide to build a brand and a business around teaching this to entrepreneurs? Was it a, a niche that you felt needed attending to? Was it, and I also know you work with a lot of coaches as well, like you probably could work with, you know, a venture-backed software, somebody in SF, but I mean, you've chosen a certain avenue for the work that you do. Why is that? Why is this something that in particular a coach would need or a solopreneur needs? For me, it's the potential of the impact of the ripple effect. So there's been studies done specifically on positive psychology coaching, where we look at the impact of a coach and a client having that relationship and what happens after that. So they found that every person that somebody who's received coaching comes into contact with, they also increase their well-being. So it's really exciting for me when a student goes back into the home and they come back and tell me that their husband is now feeling better and their husband is performing better at work or their kids are coming and having conversations, teenagers having conversations. Can you imagine it? So they're like super happy about that. Or there's like a five-year-old who's practicing gratitude. So the power of that impact really excites me and it doesn't just stop there. So the study found that somebody who goes to like positive psychology, experiences positive psychology coaching and then goes out to, into their day-to-day -day life, they will impact every single person that they come into contact with. So if they're going to stand in the line at the post office or waiting to go into the dentist, the ripple effect extends far and wide. So I see it like an activation around the globe where the more people I can support to become positive psychology coaches, the more people can receive positive psychology coaching and the more we can elevate the well-being and the performance of the planet because of that. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah. So that feels exciting. I do also work with different industries as well. So it, I started with athletes. I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, HubSpot. Now, everyone is looking for the best bang for their buck right now. Companies are reevaluating their software expenses, and some are even cutting their old CRM platform bills significantly. This is why HubSpot has become the modern CRM of choice for so many growing businesses. HubSpot CRM is literally a one-stop shop with all the tools you need to grow your business. It helps you automate tedious tasks, keep track of contact info and deals, and make sure your team has access to the same data so you can better serve your customers and reach your goals. And best of all, it's easy to use and free to get started. That's right. Fill your sales pipeline without blowing your budget. Get started for free at HubSpot.com. I have no doubt. Stop. I just know that. I just know. <laughs> yeah, that, I know that coaches. you focus. You you focus a lot, and a lot of the things that you teach over, it's it's tailored to people that are trying to make an impact in their own way through mm -hmm. coaching, through mentorship, and and yeah. I, I think that that's a smart. So I didn't know that there was such a ripple effect with that particular type of entrepreneur. 
Yeah. Um, now, one thing that I also find interesting, and just before we were talking, you're talking about a new book, and we can and we can go into that. But you don't shy away from dark topics. So mm. I would have assumed that if something had happened in your life and you'd found a toolkit to cope with it, probably I, I'm incorrectly assuming this. Obviously, I don't. I'm very I'm very ignorant with this. But I would assume that you don't want to reintroduce that topic into your life. So. Mm. Why are why do you still try and speak about some of these topics and you and you and you reintroduce them into your teachings and your and your life philosophy? Because I feel like does it not does it not, does it not make it difficult to maintain that positive approach in all aspects of your life when you keep digging into things that have happened in the past and and obviously not because you're doing it successfully. So how how do you why do you do this? Why are you choosing to write a book about the topic that you're writing about and 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 walk me through that? But also how do you bring these topics up in day to day and not go back to a time in your life when you were in a darker spot? Thank you. So I have a real clarity on my belief that everything serves our growth. So mm -hmm. whether it feels hard at the time, I look back on all of my life's experiences and I'm so grateful for them because they have made me stronger. And not only have they made me stronger, they've given me an ability to be able to help other people find their strength when they can't see it for themselves yet. So I feel such a deep gratitude for all of the experiences and it doesn't stop them from being the hardest things I've ever come across in my life. So for me, the processing has been very important. And I think it's a, like, it feels like an honor, first of all, to be able to do the work that I do. And it's like making me emotional <laughs> to have the platform that I have and be able to support people in the way that I do. And it's constantly required for me to operate at my edge. And I know that the edge is where the magic happens. And a lot of my personal research and the work that I've done for my thesis is, and for some of the books I've written and some of just the personal writings and readings that I do are to do with a concept called complex adaptive systems. And what that theory teaches is that um, growth exists on the edge of chaos. And it teaches that our like experiences they're not just the sum of the parts so this conversation isn't just you and I one plus one equals two it's like a quantum phenomenon and something else that is created that gives rise from the experience that's greater than we can ever imagine so I'm fascinated about why that happens and I'm fascinated with not just post-traumatic growth but post-traumatic performance so it feels like whilst writing a book now on suicide is almost like the opposite to what a positive psychologist might write about. There's an mm -hmm. intersection that is being brought forward through the research, which has massive potential and feels really, really important in terms of the impact that it can create. And I feel like my life's experience, whilst it has been very tough to lose my friends and to have those dark thoughts and moments which in the research I recognize not everybody feels suicidal in their life but a proportion of people do and I have felt like that and I also have this unique blend of having a business having a public profile being a positive psychologist having lost friends and the every friend that I've lost it's given me um, a greater urge and a greater will to write on this topic and when I decided to write the next book one more day about suicide from a positive psychology informed approach everything just started to start to drop into place and we're starting to see like big influencers and thought leaders like Deepak Chopra who are starting to contribute to this field as well so it just feels like I can create an impact and also we've got a lot of work to do. So what work do we have to do? What are you uncovering as you write this book? What are the topics that you go into? And I appreciate you being super vulnerable because I also know you could talk a lot about less stressful topics, but I think that this is something that you're so intimately intertwined mm -hmm. with 
that I think it it would do a disservice if we didn't go into some of the things that you bring about in in the book. So mm. let's let's go into it if you if you can and and thank whatever you. you're you're wanting to speak about. Yeah, thank you. And I I recognize that this is this is where my energy is and this is where I find the most fulfillment, which sounds like a bizarre thing. Um, and also like, I'm not the primary researcher in the field of suicide. I want to make that clear as well. There's people who have dedicated 25 years of their lives to research and suicide in the body of work of suicidology. So I just want to really acknowledge the work that has already been done in this field. What excites me about the work that I get to do is really bringing this intersection forwards between positive psychology and suicidology. And there's theories that suggest that suicide is a behavior. And when we recognize it as a behavior, we know that behaviors can be changed. So it actually allows a lot of the work with pre prevention to be done with the positive psychology tools, whether that's us doing them the work for ourselves. So the book, One More Day, the, the title comes from um, like I've lost people in my life that I would give anything to just have one more day with them again. So for what's called a gatekeeper, which is you or I, a friend, a parent, someone who's working in a therapy or a social role, a gatekeeper has the opportunity to influence and impact someone who might experience suicidal thoughts or behaviors. So the book's written for the gatekeepers who are actually able to activate the change. It's also written for the person that is struggling right now who just wants to get through one more day. And I think the power of the book is that it shows a, and it gives a sense of hope. So one of the big theories in suicideology is that it's a lack of hope or a feeling of helplessness or that there is no hope available, which is one of the reasons why people decide to quit. So it feels very exciting to be able to share stories. I've done surveys, <laughs> total researcher, total geek. I've done surveys from people who have experienced suicidal thoughts and behaviors. And I asked about what it was, like really specifically, like what it, what it was in that moment that made you not take your own life? Like what was it that made you keep on going? And one of the unique things that came through, which actually I love, was the presence of animals. So imagine you're in a really dark space and your dog's with you and your dog brushes past your arm. That pattern interrupt, the sensory experience of having a dog or an animal present and then being able to experience their like unconditional love is a thing that came up time and time again in the research that I did. And I know that I'm just getting started. So I just feel like it was such an opportunity for, for learning and growth in this field. What have you, what have you learned about, I want to bring it back to a point that I made and I want to understand if my point is valid in any sort of reason or logic or reality. Is there a concern with entrepreneurs, with people that build things from scratch? Have you found anything about that? And, and that particular community is, is obviously listening to this right now. What are some suggestions that you would even give over to somebody who's starting something for the first time and has no idea the amount of stress that it's going to bring on mm. them in their life and their family? Yeah, I think what's interesting with entrepreneurs is that there's almost a like one school of thought where it's like, just get on with it, suck it up, hustle hard. And you don't actually realize sometimes until you get into an entrepreneurial journey, how much of a personal growth journey it really is. So I actually always say that entrepreneurship is the vehicle for you to experience more joy, more personal power and unstoppable success, both within your business, but also within yourself. So I think it's important to recognize, and there's all of those like old school quotes that say like, you can't outperform like your own personal growth and things like that. And it really is true. So I think it's important now more than ever, especially after lockdowns and COVIDs and different changes in the world, for us to be really looking after ourselves as entrepreneurs and for us to understand that well-being is a business activity too. So there's a lot of research that's shown that well-being increases performance. So for entrepreneurs who perhaps are listening to this or 
are thinking, well, actually, it doesn't really matter about my well-being because all I want to do is just focus on the results. It is going to get you bigger and better results, but it's also going to help you be healthier and live longer as well. So I think it's like positive psychology is both expansive as well as protective. And when you think about it like that and you consider where else in your life, like maybe you've got kids, for example, would you want them to grow up with a stronger sense of self and more tools to navigate everything that the world is throwing at us? Or would you want them to be more vulnerable and less resourced? And I think when you put it outside of yourself and think, what would I do for, what would I recommend someone else to do? Then it's easier for you to do it for yourself. And that particular point that you made about post-traumatic, not just growth, but performance, speak to me a little bit more about that. So say somebody, this is when somebody is at their lowest of their low. So, you know, God willing, nothing bad happens and they're still with us at the lowest of the low. But coming out of that event, what, what is the post-traumatic performance and how do we use that particular point in our life to, after a certain period of time, not just, not just come back to where we're in a good space, but come back to where we're in an exceptional space? Yeah, and it's a good distinction to make within the science. So resilience is our ability to bounce back. So it's our ability to kind of take the hard knocks and bounce back to the same set point. Post-traumatic growth is the experience of actually um, becoming something and experiencing something more through struggle and adversity. And there's a few different things that can actually support that. One of the things that we've studied is actually movement and physical activity. So we see if somebody is going through challenging times and they're committed to moving their body, there's examples with um, breast cancer survivors who took on a boxing intervention, for example, and they were able to experience create a sense of personal well-being, confidence, and then that confidence transfers into other areas of their life. So the post-traumatic growth is really looking at what is it that we have learned and how is it we have grown through this experience. It might be deepening of social connections. It's different for everyone and not everybody experiences it all of the time. So that would be the body of work that exists at the minute. Where I'm leaning into is the post-traumatic performance. So there's a lot of stories that kind of give a nod to, for example, Oprah Winfrey. She has experienced a lot of trauma and challenge in her life, and she has a really big and a really full life. So I'm curious why those people who are able to go on and experience not just post-traumatic growth, but high performance over the long term, where they are consistently sustaining a new level of excellence, why that is. And I think it's a, it's going to be a complex adaptive system. It's not just going to be one thing, but I'm curious about the exploration of that and whether it is spiritual or whether it is mm -hmm. genetic or whether it is um, the environment or some of the influencing characteristics. I'm also pulling in one of my mentors theories of high performance and what it actually means to perform consistently better over the long term. So I feel like there's a, there's a variety of research that it pulls on, but ultimately it's going in the right direction and it's given people this understanding that we can be, do, create and have so much more no matter what happens in our life. I love that. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to, I'm going to go into some rapid fire, but before we pivot there, Ooh. give me, give me one more, give me one more insight from, from your work that you'd want to teach over to people, a question that I haven't asked yet. Okay. So something that feels exciting for me is positive psychology for teams. So this, I think we about didn't psych, teams. I know, right? <laughs> I forgot about teams. We're going to have another <laughs> conversation about teams. Okay. Deal. <laughs> but no, yeah. it's, the thing is with positive psychology, it's like an umbrella that really goes over all of life. So it encompasses your health, it encompasses your finances, it encompasses mindset, your body, your vitality, your relationships. So it really does filter through anything that you want to apply it to. So we've had a lot of fun and a lot of success in applying it to our team. 
So we have a couple of people with PhDs in our team. We've got lots of people with master's degrees. A lot of people are certified coaches and positive psychology coaches. Everyone's up for it, okay, which I love. So we take one of the theories, we take many of the theories, but the one that springs to mind is the character strengths and the Clifton Strengths Finder, which are profiles that you can run for yourself and everyone can do them and it's going to give you a top five. So we take our top five strengths and we look at how we can show up for great days at work, where we can work more in our genius, do more of what we love and less of what we don't. So I think when it comes to the way that entrepreneurs are working, whether that's you yourself as a solopreneur that want to work to your strengths, or like me, I've got a team of 31 people, and I'm looking at how can we all work together as a unit, which is like this rocket ship of unstoppable success, using what we teach and actually living it and embodying it and integrating it through everything that we do in the company. Amazing. Okay. Um, where should people go check out uh website social they want to contact you drop all the links all the everything oh yeah thank you so unstoppablesuccess.com is the website i also have the unstoppable success podcast and i love hanging out on instagram that's probably my favorite place like i love a voice note and it just feels super connecting for me over there awesome we'll link all that stuff to you send me all the links you want i'll put them in the show notes people will reach out um okay let's do a couple rapid fire so um You've had an incredible career, incredible life. You've had some some negative, but lots of highs as well. But right now, what keeps you up at night? It's probably this conversation around suicidology. That's the thing that just feels like there's so much more I can do. And it's mm. the thing that excites me. It's the thing that has got a lot of potential. Uh, the biggest challenge you've overcome in your in your personal life what was it how'd you overcome it and what you learned from it do you know what i knew i've had these huge traumas in my life but i feel like the invitation for us to always continually listen to our truth and get more and more into alignment that in its simplest form has been one of the hardest things in my life because it requires you to get really honest with yourself And it also requires you to then take action on the truths that you are feeling inside. And I think that that is an exercise in bravery and courage every single day. Good. If you had to pick one person, obviously there's been many, but you have to pick one person who's had an incredible impact on your life. Who was that person and what did they teach you? Ooh. So my ex-boyfriend's dad, his name was Wilf. He was the first person to show me what positivity was. And he, when we went on that Australia trip when we were really young, he slipped like some little pieces of paper into the passport holder. And it was things like Henry Ford's quote, like whether you think think you can or think you can't, either way you're right. And if it's to be, it's up to me. And I was like, what is this? (laughs) And I couldn't, I didn't really get it. But he had a massive impact on my life because he was, a, he was actually an orphan. He had no parents and he grew up and he was a self-made man. He ended up being very, very, very successful. But he showed me that you can be successful and be kind at the same time too. Amazing. If you had to pick a book or a podcast or something that's impacted your life that you'd recommend someone should go check out, what would it be? I love The Four Agreements. I reread that every year. I also reread The Big Leap. And I think they're such easy reads. It takes two hours for each of those books. And they give us some really core fundamental principles that every time I revisit them, I've evolved and grown. So I read it in a different way. I love that. If you could tell your 20-year-old self one thing, what would it be? Have some patience. (laughs) I was in such a rush to do everything. And it was literally a mess for so long. I wish I'd had more patience. I wish I'd just trusted myself more and known that I was going to get to where I wanted to go and it didn't have to be so hard. Mm-hmm. And then last question, uh, what does success mean to you? It means being able to wake up every day and be myself no matter what I'm doing, no matter whether I'm on a podcast or I'm out for dinner with friends or I'm going to the store. That is one of the greatest gifts that I have in my life just to literally be able to be myself.
I want to take a second and thank Indeed. They're a huge sponsor of the Success Story podcast. And as business leaders, we're all driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. It's to match with Indeed. Now, if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. You need to ditch the busy work. You need to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster All the tools you need are in one spot. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire you need indeed. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. Now, as a business owner, I always remember when my company hits a growth spurt. It's great, but then you realize that things start to break. Things are taking three times as long. Manual processes start to bury your team in paperwork and admin, and you really don't have one reliable source of data or truth to understand how healthy your business is. If this sounds familiar, you have to know three numbers. 37,000, That's how many businesses have upgraded to NetSuite, the number one cloud financial system. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years streamlining accounting, inventory, HR, and more for growing companies. And one, because your business truly is one of a kind, NetSuite gives you customized solutions so you can manage everything about your business in one place, from inventory to invoicing, one powerfully efficient system. I love having all of my data in one spot NetSuite allows me to do that. It gives me the big picture so I can make smarter decisions. And they turn complex financials into understandable, actionable insights. Right now, you can get NetSuite's popular KPI checklist for free to help improve your business. It's designed to help you boost performance across key areas of your business. Go to netsuite.com slash scottclary to download the checklist and see how one complete system can transform your growth. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary. Get more control in your business with NetSuite. Just a quick question. Have you ever had one of those oh no moments when you realize that you accidentally deleted a huge file? Or worse, your whole computer dies. I know I have. It's happened to me a lot, but don't sweat it. The sponsor of today's episode, Backblaze, they have your back. It is unlimited backups for all your Macs, your PCs, or even your whole company, and it's really affordable under a hundred bucks a year. If you're running a business, they take the stress out of protecting everyone's data. If you need more bells and whistles for compliance, so on and so forth, they have enterprise options too. Honestly, losing data sucks, but Backblaze makes getting it back easy. They have restored billions of files. They offer tons of restore options, including rapid recovery in an event of data loss or ransomware. And you can access your backed up data from everywhere and anywhere in the world using their web app, iOS, or Android apps. It's been recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and tons more. And best, you can try it fully featured with no risk at backblaze.com slash story. They set up that link for all Success Story podcast listeners. That is a no-risk free trial at backblaze.com slash story. Seriously, back up your stuff. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com 
Com slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. I want to thank Belay for sponsoring today's episode. They provide solutions that all of us need. They help us get back more of our time because time is the most precious resource. A lot of you listening our business leaders, entrepreneurs, you know that if you spend your time incorrectly, it can make or break your business, your personal, professional relationships. It can completely sidetrack you and stop you from reaching your goals. So I'm going to ask you, are you protecting your time? How much of your day is eaten up by tasks that could have been done by someone else? Wouldn't you rather spend your time on things that truly matter? The answer should be yes, because you have to, to move the needle on whatever it is you're trying to build. That's where Belay comes in. They are the nation's largest pool of exceptional US-based talent. Belay offers flexible staffing solutions to free you up. Need a virtual assistant to conquer those pesky administrative tasks or maybe an accounting professional to really keep your finances in order? Belay can help with all that and way more. Their personalized matching process saves you the headache of hiring by finding the perfect match for your needs in as little as a week. Focus on what matters the most with the help from Belay. Text SUCCESS, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to learn more and get started.